Welcome to Walk in Truth. These are the Bible teachings of Pastor Michael Lance, equipping you to reach out with God's truth to all people. Learn more about the live stream church services, the daily devotional, and the podcast when you visit walkintruth.com. Now, here's Pastor Michael in part two of his teaching in Psalm 91 about how to find peace in troubled times. ancient world, if it was a hot day, especially if you were in the hot desert, a shadow could be life-giving. Many of us maybe can remember times when we were at a park or a ball game, and uh, it was 95 or 100 degrees, or sometimes 105, 110 in Corona, and everybody was fighting for that little place of shade under a tree. Well, this is how a, a place of a shadow or shade can really be life-saving, and that's That's the message here. The shadow of the Almighty can be life-saving. It can be medicinal. In Psalm 90, uh, Moses said, Lord, verse 1, you have been a dwelling place, our dwelling place in all generations. Before the mountains were born or thou did give birth to the earth and the world, even from everlasting to everlasting, thou art God. He used to sing a chorus song back in the day, that said, you have been a shelter, O Lord, to every generation, to every generation. But in order to find that place of shelter, you've got to seek it. It's not an automatic. If you're going to find that place underneath the shadow or the shelter of El Shaddai, you've got to go there. You've got to make a move. You've got to find that place. This is a place of strategic comfort. It's a place of peace. In John 16, Jesus said, In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Jesus said, My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. There's such a thing as a pseudo-peace, a circumstantial peace, a peace that will not last, a peace that is connected to false gods, the created thing rather than the creator, as Romans 1 says. And it's time that we ran back to a true shelter. A shelter that can really provide what we need from the storm. In Psalm 78, it says of the people of Israel that they provoked God with their high places. Psalm 78, 58 through 60. And aroused his jealousy with their graven images. When God heard, he was filled with wrath and greatly abhorred Israel so that he abandoned the dwelling place at Shiloh, the tent which he had pitched among men. And I want you to look at Psalm 96 for a second, just to kind of reinforce this point, that we need the true shelter and not false ones. It says in Psalm 96, verse 5, For all the gods of the peoples are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. Notice the contrast. In verse 4 it says, For great is the Lord, greatly to to be praised. He is to be feared above, notice, all gods. Splendor and majesty, verse 6, Psalm 96, are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe to the Lord, O families of the people. Ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to to the Lord the glory of his name. Bring an offering. Come into his courts. Worship the Lord in holy attire. Tremble before him all the earth. It is God alone, if you turn back to Psalm 91, who can give us this place of rest. I think of Martha and Mary in Luke 10, verses 38 through 42, 
Remember that Martha was running around and, and when Jesus spoke to her after she said, Lord, tell my sister to come and help me. He said, he said Martha, you're worried and, and frazzled, loose translation, about so many things. But Mary has found the most important thing. That place, if you will, at the feet of El Shaddai, at the feet of the Savior. And Mary was sitting at Jesus' feet and drinking in his word. And we can see the contrast between a Martha and Mary under the same roof. The same Jesus is there. Mary had chosen the better part. Martha was still frazzled and worried about so many things. And I know that this is a tough time. But Mary had made a decision amidst it all to find her shelter at the feet of Jesus Christ. This is where you're going to find true hope. And this is a place where I would ask you, if you feel like you've left your true first love, and you can read Revelation 2, 1 through 5, get back to his feet. It's just one simple step, really. Get your Bible before you put on some praise music and find that place of refuge. Verse 2, Psalm 91 says, I will say to the Lord, that's Yahweh, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. I will say, and we need to say it out loud, let the redeemed of the Lord say so, Psalm 107, verse 2. If you confess with your mouth, Romans 10, 9, Jesus is Lord, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, the Bible says you will be saved. Have you confessed him as my Lord? Look at the verse. He is my refuge, my fortress, my God. The Lord, Psalm 23, is my shepherd. That's how you can claim the rest of the promises of Psalm 23. Is he your shepherd? Is he just the shepherd of somebody you know or of your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa, your uncle who's a minister? Or is he your God? You see, we need, to, we need to say it. And I'm wondering if, if maybe some of you have never said this out loud. You're my God. You're my shepherd. You're my Lord. You're my hope. It would be good to say it. And I think speaking the promises out loud has a power in and of itself. One writer says, said the first two verses of Psalm 91 are the voice of experience. Perhaps the seasoned believer saying, you are my refuge, you are my fortress, you are my God. Notice the end of verse 2, in whom I trust. I'm going to trust you, Lord. In John 10, 27 and 28, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. I give them eternal life and they shall ne never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. Earlier in John 10.10, 10, Jesus says, The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it more abundantly. Not even that thief that tries to go into the sheep pen can snatch you out of his hand. He knows you. He loves you. And he says, trust me. And he wants you to say back to him, Lord, I do trust you. The Lord honors faith, verse 3. It is he who delivers, or surely he will save you, NIV, verse 3, Psalm 91, from the snare of the trapper. If you have a New King James ESV, it says the snare of the fowler. And from the deadly pestilence. This has the idea of plagues, 
epidemics or deadly diseases. In verses 3 through 13, if you're looking to kind of map out the psalm, here is the encouragement for the novice or new believer. You need to know that it is he who delivers you from the snare of the fowler or the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. It's he who delivers you. This is what we need to understand. We need to look to him because he is a God of deliverance. And in times of trial, we have a couple different ways that we can go. We can let times of trial overwhelm us and the enemy can then set traps for our feet, if you know what I'm saying. Like, well, does God really care about you? Why, why is this happening in the world? Maybe some things are happening to you. And the enemy sets a trap for you to stumble and maybe move away from that close relationship or even from your faith. That's happened to many people over the years. They've kind of walked away from their faith. But this is a time to cozy up to God. This is a time to say, Lord, you are my shelter. And if I've wandered away like that little chick wanders away from the mama bird or a sheep wanders from the shepherd, I'm coming back home. I'm not going to be ashamed. We have tough times for our country. We think about people who are on the front lines who are trying to help people who are sick. We think of the leaders trying to make good decisions and keep everything afloat and try to minister to those who are hurting. May the Lord be our deliverance. Psalm 68 verse 20 says, God is to us a God of deliverances. And to God the Lord belongs escapes from death. You know, the, the idea of deliver is really a synonym for salvation. The thing that God delivers us ultimately from is the power of sin and death. Not just temporary issues, but the biggest enemies that we face. He's a God of deliverance. He's a God that saves us from, the, the, uh, from sin, Satan, and death. Of all people, uh, this, this was shared by a king in Babylon, King Darius, after Daniel was delivered from the trap of the lion's den, King Darius decreed, I make a decree, Daniel 6, 26 and 27, that in all the dominion of my kingdom, men are to fear and tremble before the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and enduring forever. And his kingdom is one which will not be destroyed and his dominion will be forever. Daniel 6.27 says, He delivers and rescues and performs signs and wonders in heaven and on earth, who has also delivered Daniel from the power of the lions. The great song, Amazing Grace by Newton, says, "'Twas grace that taught my heart to fear, and grace my fears relieved. How precious did that grace appear the hour I first believed. Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I, I have already come. Tis grace has brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. The Lord has promised good to me. His word my hope secures. He will my shield and portion be as long as life endures. 1 Thessalonians 1.10 says that Jesus Christ saves us, delivers us from the wrath to come. We can, we can take great refuge knowing where we're headed, knowing that God's wrath is not coming to us. And this 
in the ultimate sense, is a great application for us as believers. You'll hear more from Pastor Michael in a moment. As you know, the coronavirus pandemic has forced local and state governments to make some regulations to keep people safe. That means Living Truth Christian Fellowship in Corona, California, the church behind Walk-In Truth, where Michael Lance serves as senior pastor, must resort to live streaming their Wednesday night and Sunday morning services. Many churches are having to face the same shutdown to abide by social distancing regulations. If your church isn't able to live stream their service, we invite you to fellowship with us from the comfort of your home during this unfortunate time. Visit walkintruth.com and click on church. That's walkintruth.com. Click on church. Make sure you subscribe to the Walk in Truth podcast, available on your favorite podcast app. Now, back to Pastor Michael Lance, right here on Walk in Truth. We can take great refuge knowing where we're headed, knowing that God's wrath is not coming to us. And this, in the ultimate sense, is a great application for us as believers. Verse 4 has the beautiful image of a mother bird. And it says, He, God, will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and a bulwark. If you have an ESV, it says, His faithfulness is a shield and a buckler. These are metaphors. God is not a big mother bird. We all understand that, I hope. But the image is a beautiful one. In fact, I was uh, on the internet and I was kind of looking at images of a mother bird and her chicks. And there was a, a mother hen in India who was uh, guarding her chicks from a pouring downpour. And someone, someone got footage of this and the little chicks are underneath her wings and the rain's coming down, and mama's taking the rain and protecting her little ones. There's an anecdotal, anecdotal story, and some people debate whether or not it's true, from Yellowstone Park, where there was a, a fire, a significant fire. And after the fire was put out, a park ranger saw a mother bird, a mother hen, that was burned from the fire. And as the story goes, he kicked the mother bird over, and as she fell over, her live chicks came running out from under her. She had taken the fire for her little ones that she loves. This is the image of Psalm 91, verse 4. He will cover you, it's a metaphor, with his feathers, if you will, and under his wings you may seek refuge. Notice, you got to seek it, but when you seek it, you'll find it. In Ruth chapter 2, Boaz said to Ruth, And your wages be full from the Lord. This is 2.12 of Ruth, the God of Israel, under whose wings you have come to seek refuge. I would encourage you, if you're not a believer right now, this is a time where God's arms are open. He has opened up his wings to use the metaphor, and he's inviting you to come and find refuge underneath his wings. Many of you remember that Jesus used this image when he was crying over Jerusalem. And he said, oh, Jerusalem, Jerusalem, in Luke 13, 34, the city that kills the prophets and stones those sent to her. How often I wanted to gather your children together just as a hen, a hen gathers her brood under her wings. Listen, and you would not have it, NIV, 
Luke 13, 34, you were not willing. Jesus picking up the, the image of Psalm 91, 4, and this idea of the mother bird says, how often I invited you, how often I did miracles in your midst, how often I preached sermons of life, I opened the eyes of the blind, I invited you to come, I raised Lazarus from the tomb after four days, come! Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Can I ask you, brother, sister, friend, what more will it take for us to run to refuge in him? Sometimes through times of difficulty, times of pouring rain or threatening fire, to use these metaphors, is when we realize how much we need God. Have you seen that our idols are on shaky ground? Many of the things that we take for granted... As much as I appreciate our world leaders and watch things that they're saying about the virus and about updates, you know, thinking about jobs and the economy, I look and I say, I respect the job that they're doing, but they're just people. They're people. We need something more than a man or a woman to save us. We need the God-man. Amen? We need the Lord. And when we do, we can have some encouragement here because verse 5 says you will not be afraid of the terror by night. You know, there are things in the middle of the night that we even call them night terrors and some of you may wrestle with that. Maybe sometimes you wake up in a cold sweat. Maybe some of your kids have had night terrors before. It can be a scary thing. Sometimes you have a, a nightmare and it kind of freaks you out and it, and it seems really, really real and it, it, it can rattle you. But see, we don't have to be afraid of the terrors by night or of the arrow or violence that flies by day. You see, we have a shield of faith with which we can extinguish all of the flaming arrows of the wicked one. This is when we need to take up that shield afresh. Because the arrows of doubt come at us or of the pestilence Verse 6, or disease that stalks in darkness, or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper. Ephesians 2 says, Jesus is our peace. You see, when I put on the armor of God, I have a protective covering for my soul and my spirit. It's true that there's things that happen in, in this life, and we all go through the battles of life, but we have great encouragement here. A thousand, verse seven, may fall at your side and 10,000 perhaps, speaking of a myriad at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. Many say that the, this Psalm 91 is, great, uh, is best pictured in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'll let you chew on that. You will only look on with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Listen to these words. This is Matthew 16, 26 and 27. And this is Jesus. And he said, For what will it a man be profited if he gains not a city block, not owns his own personal island or corporate jet? If a man, if a man gains the whole world, if he owned it all and forfeits his soul, what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Ray Comfort likes to ask people, would you give me $10 million for your eyes? And the majority of people say, absolutely not. 
My eyes are precious to me. If they're, I see the world through them. I wouldn't give you my eyes for $50 million or a billion dollars. Would you give me your soul? He follows it up for that price. And some people kind of laugh about, yeah, I'd give my soul, I'd sell my soul for that. But Jesus said, it wouldn't profit you if you gained the whole world and forfeited your soul. If you exchanged your soul for it all, for the Son of Man, this is verse 27, is going to come in the glory of His Father with His angels and will then recompense, reward every man according to his deeds. Jesus is coming again. Do you believe it? And He's going to recompense every man, every woman, according to their deeds. And here's the good news. If you're in Christ, your sins have been nailed to the cross. It is finished, paid in full, and you're going to be rewarded for the good things that you've done. Make sure you're in Christ. You're listening to Finding Peace in Troubled Times, part two on Walk in Truth, Pastor Michael's teaching in Psalm 91. Hey, I got a reminder that you can listen to Walk in Truth whenever you like on podcasts. You can listen on our Living Truth app or on your favorite podcast app like iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Google Music, Spotify, or Stitcher. You can even catch up on some previous programs too. There's actually a lot to listen to when it's convenient for you. So listen to the Walk in Truth podcast in your car, on your walk, and whenever you feel like it. Again, listen to Walk in Truth on the Living Truth app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, here's Pastor Michael. Well, as we talk about finding peace in troubled times, I pray that this psalm is ministering to you. But even, you know, though the Word of God has great power and it's a great refuge, I know some of you still may be feeling really alone right now. And that is understandable, especially in light of what's going on. And my encouragement to you is let the Word of God minister to you. Let these moments, even now, be moments where you say, Lord, I'm feeling lonely. Be honest with Him. I'm feeling lonely. Would you fill in those gaps for me? Would you be my refuge and strength? And I want to remind you that sometimes when you're feeling alone, maybe the best thing to do is reach out. You can reach out to us by asking for us to pray for you. Go to the website, walkintruth.com, submit a prayer request, or maybe even reach out to a friend or a pastor. And uh, I know that they'd be happy to talk with you and pray with you. We would as well. You can contact us at 844-48-TRUTH. During normal business hours, 844-48-TRUTH, a pastor will be on call to minister to you today. Speaking on ministry, uh, speaking of ministry, you know, the gospel is the most important message that we have to share. And we're aware that at any given moment, as uh, people tune into Christian radio, you may not be a believer. Maybe you don't know Jesus as your king, and maybe you have not settled that issue. Maybe you do not have salvation, but you want it. Maybe now more than ever. Well, Jesus is available to you. He died for your sins, but he wants you to make him your Lord and your Savior. And that's a decision that you have to make. You have to decide that you're going to repent of your sin and follow Christ. Now, he's already done the work. He's died on the cross. He's risen from the dead. And the invitation goes out. You know, Jesus is a lover of lost people. He came, Luke 19.10, to seek and to save that which was lost. And sin makes us in a lost position, lost and separated from God. But you can be reconciled to God through his son, Jesus Christ. 
And it's something this simple, but this profound. And it's not just a moment. It's a life change. It's, Lord, I repent of my sin. Pray it if it's you. I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Would you save me? Would you let me be born again to that living hope in Christ? Would you make me your child? I want to follow you all the days of my life. Help me to learn how to follow you, to read my Bible, to get close to you, to be an unashamed disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You know, we often say there's no perfect prayer, but if if you've made that decision to follow Christ, he will honor that by saving you, by extending his grace to you. Hey, speaking of his grace, we have some great services that you can connect with. Go to our walkintruth.com website, click on church, you'll get to our YouTube page. There's a lot there for you to catch up with or uh, remind yourself of. We invite you there, walkintruth.com. Hey, and make sure that you listen tomorrow because we're going to be doing a live broadcast of a Good Friday service, 6 p.m. Pacific time here at Living Truth Christian Fellowship. When you go to walkintruth.com, click on the church tab. That'll take you to our YouTube page. And we'd love for you to join us live, 6 p.m. on Good Friday. Man, how we need to look at the cross of Jesus Christ afresh right now. Please join us. Tell a friend. You can subscribe. You can click on the bell to get Uh, notifications of things that are coming, things that are new. And we look forward to honoring our Lord tomorrow as we remember his cross. God bless you. We'll catch you. Come back tomorrow for the conclusion of Pastor Michael's teaching in Psalm 91 about finding peace in troubled times. I'm Mike Massaro. Thanks for listening to Walk in Truth. Our goal is to reach out with God's truth to encourage, teach, and bless you during a time of hardship.